everybody, welcome. We are hashtag Money Woke here at the Greg Chats Cash Podcast and live streams on Twitch and Instagram. Today on the Daily Dish, talking about money stuff till my dishes are done, we are talking about credit card skills. Those of you joining me on the live stream, drop those questions. I'll try to catch them at the end of my ramblings. But to kick it off, today I want to talk credit card hacks. Because, okay, I feel like I have to put a, a warning label on this podcast and on this show. Because as far as credit cards go, they are a great financial tool, but they are also one of the sharpest tools we have in our financial arsenal. They are really powerful and can be really dangerous. But i tell you what, what you really need to focus on is how it can hurt you as well, but all the great things it can do for you in the interim because in a large part, sometimes building wealth does mean taking on forms of debt. And when it comes down to it, some skills along the lines of credit card hacks are important to consider if you are creating financially strong choices along the way and being hashtag money woke. Definitely. And so what I would say is when you're being hashtag money woke, you have to think about ways to use credit and credit cards to your advantage if that is something you're trying to do. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about my journey because perhaps there are bits and pieces of it that may be helpful for you. When it comes down to it, what I did was I started with actually my credit score, oddly enough. I had avoided using credit cards mainly because in my young adult life, I had a lot of problems even with my own banking. I was of the generation where you showed up at college and there were credit card tables with free t-shirts everywhere. Now, with that said, I made minor mistakes here and there with those and definitely got out of those debts, but more to the point, I had trouble even dealing with my checking and savings balances. So as a young adult, I ventured away from credit cards. But as I learned about credit cards and credit hacks, how it came about was I needed to work on my credit score. And at first I realized that, hey, wait, there's a whole bunch of credit cards that aren't available to me because my credit score was what it was. I believe at the time it was in the uh, 600s, probably the low 600s. And so what I did was I started looking up and learning about and had a lot of fun uh, learning here on the Instagram and on the Snapchat from some folks in the credit card industry and in the credit reporting industry um, that were actually kind of helpful along the way, believe it or not. Folks like the folks over at Experian, really great stories over there, not an ad. But um, why I bring that up is because what I learned about when it came to my credit score were the things I could do to make sure that I could build that credit score up. And once I built that credit score up, that's a topic for another show, I started to get access to cards that had some advantages. Now. Back to that warning label that I mentioned before. If you're gonna get into credit card hacking, you absolutely, absolutely cannot work on carrying balances because carrying balances, even with the 0% balances, when you have a 0% interest rate, can really be a dangerous endeavor because when it rains, it pours, when money is short and tight, it's when you need it even more, when things are rough, when people lose their jobs, expenses and things pop up. So my point being is having that cash stronghold that I talk about all the time is super, super important when it comes to credit card hacking. Long story short, if you're gonna borrow something on these credit cards when you're gonna work on these credit card hacking skills, you also need to have a strong amount of cash, not just your cash stronghold, which is for emergencies and opportunities, a strong amount of cash set aside to pay off anything you're swiping on that card. 
That way, at a moment's notice, you could pay off the balance and it is not going to be a stress on your day-to-day -day expenses. If you're able to figure out your finances in a way where you are able to pay off those credit cards in full and you are only making purchases that you know are within your range of spending, you're not spending more than you're earning, and you know that you can pay off those credit cards. Oh, by the way, quick, quick uh, tidbit on credit card uh, credit score hacking. Paying off your credit cards twice a month will actually help you with your credit score because it keeps your credit utilization low. The amount you have available versus the amount you owe, when they go to check those numbers, your numbers will be lower, which uh, is a lower percentage, which is a good thing for you. So with that in mind, as you're hacking your score, you get these availabilities of better cards. And if you're able to pay those cards off twice a month, then you can start to access them. Now, here's some things to keep in mind when it comes to credit card hacking skills. You really want to be almost surgical with it. When it, what I mean by almost surgical with it is you really don't want to focus on all the different versions of all the different cards that can all earn you all these different rewards. You could be like, oh, if I get the Amazon Prime card, I get the thing with the stuff and the percentages and 5% on the purchases. And if I get that American Airlines card, I get the miles. And if I get the Delta card, I'll have the American Airlines and the Delta card and the miles. And then if I get the Costco credit card, I get the... So here's my point. Why I mean you want to be surgical is you want to figure out, okay, within the next year or two, what part of my credit finances do I want to focus on and try to take advantage of? For me, what I realized with my studying and, of course, just like in investing in life, this is an investment. You're investing your time and energy into working in the credit finance world. So if you're working on your own personal finance in the credit finance world, step one, invest in learning more about it. So what I learned is I liked the idea of, okay, if I'm going to do this, I want to get cash back. I started with cash back because I was like points and uh, levels and like these weird words that weren't really quite currency. The cash back was the most direct way and most translatable when it came to getting rewards. And so what I learned was there are different types of cards that give different percentages back versus what you spend on them. Of course, there's always a minimum you need to spend. But what I also realized is if I could get my score good enough, some of those credit cards would not only give me a percentage back, but when I started the card, if I spent a specific amount in that first few months, I would get a cash reward as well, whether that was $100, $150, $250, $500. It depends on the card. It depends on the situation. The reason I bring this up, I throw that warning label back up there, folks. I know we're seven minutes into the podcast, but I say it many times because this is where that sharp knife is becoming really close to us. We're starting to use it and we really have to be paying attention. So for example, any card that you're opening up in any of these situations, one of the first things you do is you sign online and you go in and you turn on mandatory minimum payments so that every month, anytime, automatically from your checking account, money comes out and you automatically never miss a payment. That is super important because that will destroy your credit score. And beyond that, you really have to figure out how to pay it off, ideally, twice a month. That could be really great. But with all that said, once we get to opening up those cards, we want to be strategic about it because we also want to recognize that the more cards we open up, 
the less we're going to be able to open them up. For example, every time you open up a new card, it actually kind of hurts your credit score because it shortens the amount of time your overall credit history has been available to you, the amount of credit cards has been available to you. So what you want to do is focus on one, maybe two cards in those first two or three months of credit card hacking. And here's where those expenses also is a sharp, those credit cards are also a sharp financial tool. When you get these cards that will give you some sort of cash reward back, what often happens is, one, they may not have an annual fee the first year, but they may have an annual fee the second year. So being aware of that is super important. I like to do this. If I get a card that has an annual fee and I get it waived the first year, I set a calendar reminder for 11 months later and I call the credit card agency or the credit card company of that card and say, I'd like to close this card because I do not want to pay an annual fee. And they say, uh, we would like you to keep your card. And I say, I would not like to pay a fee. And either one of two things happen. They say, well, thank you very much. Let's close your account. Or two, we will waive that fee for you again this year. And you set another calendar for another year. Anyway, my point being is that's a one way. It does take some a active, active hacking because those credit card fees can usually be about 100 bucks for the year, 95 bucks somewhere. They like to keep it in the double digit, but it's pretty close to 100, as close to the 100 as they can get it. And uh, Stacy asked a great question while I'm on this, while we're talking about opening cards. Stacy mentioned, should we close cards we no longer use? Now, here's a big part of your credit score. Your credit utilization ratio your credit that is available to you. So how much uh, credit on all the cards are available to you versus how much you use. If I have seven cards and I have $35,000 available for me, basically all the cards have $5,000 credit limits or something like that, that's gonna be better for me than if I close three of them. Um, <laughs> that should be better if I close three of them uh, that would actually lower the amount I could borrow. So ultimately, what you can do is have open cards that are zeroed out balances that are not costing you anything and put them away, right? Um, and so another topic for another day is, of course, credit freezes. And Casey asks, should he watch on Instagram or Twitch or both? Uh, you should probably watch on both. Casey, and you, uh, I appreciate you hosting me on Twitch earlier today. And if you don't catch it on either of these, you could always catch it on the podcast later. I felt like if I had uh, uh, some sort of advertiser or I was like I had some like, ad in this the podcast and in the show, it would have gone right there. So I'm just like self-promotion. I am shamelessly self-promoting all the time at Greg Chats Cash. Did you know it was on Greg Chats Cash, by the way? Um, I, by the way, I appreciate all of you jumping in. Um, just really quickly, I want to get back on track because I don't want to waste your time. And we are trying to keep the podcast short and sweet and under 20. And I think we should do it today. We have a few dishes left. Along the lines of those credit card hacks, yes, you may send me your dishes anytime. Just some, some people on the comment feed. Um, but along the line of those credit card hacks, like I mentioned before, I went for the cash back first. I thought that was the strategy that was going to work well for me. And so I opened up cards that I could get cash back, but all of those cash back cards, they would have percentages back and they would also have some sort of bonus if I spent so much on those cards in the first few months, usually three months. And usually the amount was thousands of dollars. Now, this is where that very sharp tool of credit cards is important to be aware of. We have to be aware of how dangerous it can be to have 
high interest debt on cards that, uh, yeah, that have high interest debt. <laughs> we don't edit here, folks. We're just going to keep it going. My point being is that these rewards cards, they don't have low interest introductory rates because you're, in, you're tempted by the rewards. So you have to make sure that you're always able to pay it off in full, in cash for this to work. Then what you do is you make sure that you and your family or whoever you know, you're working with, with those cards, uh, loved one, uh, trusted people, they are in your financial world, swiping on that card with all of your expenses, gas, utilities if possible. You need to get to those limits and then, it's very important then, don't continue doing it. You wanna go back to cash whenever possible. You wanna create those cash systems whenever possible. Utilizing the credit card is good, but only to the point of getting those rewards. You don't need to be actively churning purchases or leaving balances on it. Credit card hacking skill number one, if there's anything you ever learned from Greg at Greg Chats Cash, it's your credit score and credit cards do not get better if you leave a balance on the cards. In fact, Warren Buffett said, no one can get rich, no one can build wealth with a 13% interest rate on their credit cards. Super important to keep aware. So just to get back to those credit card hacking skills and things to consider, once you've opened up those cards and you've gotten that bonus in those first couple months, it feels pretty great. You have it move right into your checking account. You're like, ha ha, I just made a hundred bucks doing that, right? And I got this like 1% or 1.5% or maybe 2% interest rate card. Once you have those cards going, you have to recognize they've got us. We are in their clutches. We feel great because we've gotten some big rewards at the beginning, just like they wanted. And now they're going to lull us into habits of credit card usage. And this is where it can all come undone. It's super important that with those credit cards, we recognize that we are constantly borrowing money. And therefore we need to figure out ways to recognize what are we actually borrowing money for? Even if we're borrowing it for a 0% interest rate, is whatever you're about to buy so important that you cannot pull out the cash to pay for it? And recognize this, it has been psychologically proven that when we use cash, we actually spend less. We're more frugal and thoughtful with our money. Because for example, think about it, we look at how much change actually comes back into our hands. So with this said, the credit card hacking skills that I also used, once I figured out how to pay off those credit cards twice a month, once I figured out how to get the cash bonuses and get the higher percentage cash back cards, I figured out the two cards that I loved the most and kept using. I have a 2% card, which anything I swipe, I get 1% when I swipe it and another 1% when I pay it off. You've probably seen the commercials. And the other card is a 3% card. 3% cash back on anything I swipe, but this one only applies for restaurants and gasoline. And why I got it is because I have to drive. We have to drive, and so it's a great card to cut down on our gas costs. We have to recognize, though, just because we have a 3% back on restaurants doesn't make it that great to go out to restaurants and spend our money because 97% of the rest of the restaurant cost is probably money that we were, you know, not always planning to spend when you go out to eat. I'm just saying eat at home if you want to save money. Um, 
Finally, oh, by the way, that 3% card, no blame, no shame. You can get it today, too. You do not have to be of a certain age. I have an AARP credit card. It gives me 3% back on gas and restaurants. It's fantastic. I love it. It's the only thing we use it for. I pull it out for gas and restaurants. That's it. Um, those are some quick credit card hacks around cash. Now, one thing to also consider is at some point it's diminishing returns. Like I said, all the winnings come at the beginning to get you in and locked in because these systems know that we're creatures of habit. These financial companies know that we're creatures of habit. One of the reasons they want us to go to paperless statements is because then they can bury the statements online and we see them less. This is why they are not as concerned about trees as they claim to be in their ads. So I highly recommend with these credit cards that you still get paper statements even if you do look at them electronically because it's super important to go over these and make sure this is how we avoid credit fraud as well. Credit card skills also involves watching your back because if you're going to be a ninja about this, you have to recognize that as you build out all these cards, that that's that many different spots where there could be credit card fraud in the future. There are ways to do it. That's a topic for a different day. If you're ever looking for your credit, your free credit, oh, here's the ad for a free credit report. Every year go to free credit, or I'm sorry, annualcreditreport.com. Once a year, you can get a free credit report from all the major credit reporting agencies. I've heard Credit Karma is a good company too. I haven't checked them out. My understanding is their stuff is free as well. I highly recommend getting a little bit more knowledge about your credit scores as well as your credit cards. Thanks for joining us on the credit card skills. Thanks for uh, uh, having us on the podcast. I appreciate you. Please subscribe here, Greg Chats Cash. I'm about to change the logo and banner, and I'm heading off to FinCon soon. So if, uh, if any of you are heading out to FinCon, hit me up on the DM on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all of the things, the Facebook messengers, all of the things. Good to see you all. Thanks for joining me on the podcast. Oh, and if you've been back a few times now, I see about a dozen of you listening on a regular basis on Anchor. I appreciate you. Please leave a comment. Leave a, one of those little audio messages. I'd love to share your thoughts, your feedback. I'd love you to be a part of the podcast too. Please bring your questions.